Alright man, welcome to the 290 More Podcast I appreciate your time If you could, introduce yourself to my views and listeners oh, man. My name's Straight Glass Mr. Glass himself um, Videographer from the west side of Chicago You know Okay, okay, for sure So, I know you just did an interview last week Mine's a little bit different I like to I like to really get into the meat and bones You know what I'm saying And, and, sure. and uh Start from the top, you know, and then what you got going on, then what you got coming up. So, uh, let's start with the name, man. Was was, was that self-giving and some some somebody gave to you? How you come? Because that is dope. It's dope. <laughs> straight glass. I'm saying that's straight sure. glass. Nah, um, I came up with the name, um, with a lot of things that factored into it. Like, um, basically, um, I had said the name to myself, like trying to come up with something that was like authentic a little bit, but then it was like I couldn't really find too much. So it was like um, one day I was in a barbershop getting my hair cut, and one of my homies was like, "Man, bro, I got these, I got these checks that I'm trying to pop on. Ooh, ooh. They glass, like glass, okay." And then it was like, "Man, what else can I go with glass?" Like I was just trying to come up with everything. I was like, "Straight glass." And then shortly after that, like once I said straight glass, it was like, um. My uncle was telling me a story from about, like, back in the days when he used to, like, sell work or whatever. He like, man, bro, I used to have that glass. I'm talking about straight glass. I say, man, that's crazy. That's my name that I'm coming up with <laughs> for my woo out the band. Because I like purity and quality in videos. Right. So, I'm like, I'm about that crisp. So, I'm like, man, straight glass. And then it was just like everybody just, like, straight drop. And everything that just kept around, kept evolving around the whole glass thing. So, I'm like, yeah, straight glass is it. So, then when I put it out there. Like a lot, I had got like a good response and everything. Like, yeah, that's that's it. Okay, okay. So, so before you were straight glass, talk to me about about growing up out west. What was, what was your experience like growing up out west? I mean, where I grew up at, it's called the village, and you know, basically that's what it is. It's a it's a it's a village. It's like you know, everybody somehow, some way, family or related to each other or. You feel me? If we ain't related, man, that's my cousin because his mom and my mama was best friends type thing. Like, you know, so it was just like that. Like, you know, I grew up in what you could call one of the roughest neighborhoods, but I was well protected because we all like we a family. Like mm-hmm. literally, like the villagers. Like that's what it is. We're a family. And it was just like growing up, you had, you know, the best of the best of everything when you well protected or well known throughout the neighborhood. But of course, you know, that come with its own different anxieties in any neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You lose people, you lose family members, friends, all types of stuff. But it was like, man, you know, I would I, I wouldn't want to grow up no other place. I love where I'm from. Okay. For sure. Definitely two ninety. You know what I'm saying? I For definitely sure. definitely love where you're <laughs> from. So so before you were straight glass, what they was calling you? Um my name always been you ain't gotta tell me your go you feel me so you know okay. you know but that always been my name though but um my friends my homies they call me Big T okay. you feel me and then like when I was doing the producing thing it was Smelly Smelly on the beat so you know Big T Smelly on the beats okay and, you know just my regular name so growing up out west what did you uh I was in your last interview, so I don't know a little bit. So right. before you, you start picking up what you got going on now, what did you think you was going to be? What did you want to be? And did you want to hoop? Did you want to be a doctor, a nah. lawyer? What was your mindset then? In reality, bro, I wanted to be a mortician. I ain't going to lie. I you found it like... <laughs> he told these guys that yeah, she wanted so, to be one too. So it was like, I wanted to be a mortician because it was like, feel me, like, like I said, where I'm from, it's like you, you constantly see death. So it's like... Eventually, you get numb to it. Like, you get real immune to it. So, it became a thing where it's like, I'm going to funerals, I want to say, just about every other week or so. You know, so it was just like, man, going to them funerals back to back, you start picking up on stuff. You start going up to the casket. You start, like, inspecting the body, so to speak. So, I'm like, you know, not knowing that these incisions is what they inserting to draw blood. I'm like, man, like, he got shot in the neck and da-da-da-da-da. She like... How you know that? I'm like, man, look. And then it's like, I'm really close up on the body, like, looking at it, interested, but, like, like amazed, though, like, man, that's a dead person, mm-hmm. you know? But it was like, that's what I had wanted to be, but music was always in me, you know? I had um, uncles that rap, cousins that rap, like, so it was like, music was a constant thing, and then growing up, every Sunday when it's time to play, and of course, my mama, she playing old school music, mm-hmm. so it was like, you getting... 
music 24 24 so music was always in me so eventually once i got to a point of like really figuring out what i wanted to do it was like i knew i wanted to be in the music somehow some way you know i didn't want to be a rapper everybody be like man i want to rap i'll rap i could rap you know i got songs out there but i wasn't the rapper i never wanted to be in front of the camera mm. so i found myself like man i might be a music manager i might be something that revolves around music though and then okay. it just panned out to be a director so so when you took your first step in the music what what and what aspect was it since you weren't interested in being an artist oh it was rapping <laughs> it was rapping it was like so basically you feel me in my neighborhood we had like some of the like best rappers you feel me um shooter mac dopey dope big killer it was like we really had rappers you feel me like like even Mac, he made it to the news for his song. All I know is shoot. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Which was like a trendy song during the whole Jira era. So it was like rapping was just like, all right, man, bet. And then my brother was really like my biggest inspiration behind the whole rapping thing because he really was cold. Like he just don't take it serious, but he really like lyrically cold. So it was like, um, everybody in my hood just started going on this rapping page from my cousins to my homies to a lot of my friends everybody just started rapping so i'm like all right man you know what they do it i know i could do it and i got in there and i was like really cold with it but it was just like it wasn't me like you know mm-hmm. most people get on there rapping and lying and so what i was doing i was mm-hmm. lying like and i kill it and it's like <laughs> <laughs> i ain't finna kill nobody for real so it was like i was like man that ain't for me you all know right. what i'm saying like realizing like that's not my truth all right so it was like that's that, that, but that's how I got into it. Like seeing all my homies rapping and stuff, and I'm like, I know I could do this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <coughs> so you kind of you kind of walked into my next question. I was gonna ask you what was your subject matter, like what what type of. Oh, uh, it was that like so it, it it was like of course rapping during that era is like the whole drill and you know the Chief Keef and you know all that other stuff. So it was like you gonna rap what your peers rapping about. And then eventually when I was like, man, this ain't my forte. This ain't who I am. I just started rapping about like different um, things as far as like black on black violence, you know, like a whole bunch of stuff. So it was just like, you know, it wasn't, it was just like a change of pace when it came down to like the whole um, rapping stuff. I just wasn't comfortable with just like lying to myself, telling people that, man, I do this or I started this and da, 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 da. And I wasn't none of those things. Okay, okay. I, I for sure I can honor that. You know what I'm saying? But it's, I had this conversation with a, with a with a with a rapper. You know what I'm saying? He was like, when I first started rapping, I was, I was lying. It's just like basically what you right. said. And I, I like I I'm gonna call it capping. You know what I'm saying? Just cause of the fact of you know what I'm saying. Even though you might not be directly doing it, growing up in the inner city of Chicago, you know what I'm saying. You rapping about what you see. You yeah. know what I'm saying? What's actually going on? You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, if anybody, you know what I'm saying, in Chicago, I feel like a lot of artists. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say you was lying. You just, you was uh, <laughs> you was <laughs> nah, putting icing on that. <laughs> I feel you, but it was like, and you lying though. You feel me? Because now when you get these people that press you about what you're talking about in these songs, then what? You can't just be like, oh man, I'm, I was just playing and da 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 da. It's like, man, you got to stand on that business now, cause like Chicago. They really press you about that. Like, if you're talking about what you're doing or whatever, people going to want to really see if you about that, especially being in the city, especially being from the west side alone. Like, nigga, the west side is small. People think Chicago is a Chicago huge city. Chicago small, is small, man. bro. I'm like, bumping people any sad. Man, I done bumped into people, like, bumped into people that I got to it on Facebook with, not knowing that I'm going to see this person the very next day. So it's like, all that that you rapping in them songs, man, you got to live that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> For sure. Okay, so you doing the music? When when part when and what part are you doing the music? You was like, man, this this ain't really this ain't. What do you remember the instance? Was it was it in the middle of making a song? You was like, man, I just walked out of the studio. It was like, um, it was it was really more so like after just sitting back and listening to the to the songs and just like seeing like that ain't me, and then like going into um doing songs with my brother it's like his style of rapping was different he wasn't talking about killing people and you know hitting this girl and that girl or whatever he was like really on some lyrical j cole type stuff and it was like 
we had eventually did a song together called Views and Life. And I was playing catch up, but I was like right there, like neck and neck. I'm like, man, he J. Cole, I'm Kendrick. I'm right there with you. Ain't no leaving me behind type thing. And it was just like doing that one song with him is what turned me into like, I can't do this type of rap no more because that ain't me. So even if I go back and do a song today, I'm not going to rap about shooting this person or killing this person. I'm going to really like rap. Because like, right. I always been into lyrics. I ain't never really been into the whole drill thing. I always been into like, I'm an old school rap type of guy. So I'm listening to Twist the Crucial Conflict, Do or Die, you know, rap like that. Like that's actually lyrical. You know, mm-hmm. even though Twist to talk about like killing people, whatever. But it's, if you go back and listen to what he's talking about, like, and actually listen, it's like, dude, really cold. Like, Mm-hmm. Like really cold, like I'm a Andre three thousand big crit type talk, of guy. He was talking about killing people, blowing people up. Yeah, but it's like I say that. lyrically, that lyrically the way how he man look. Yeah. Lyrically the way how he was doing What's it, you like yo, like dude, really a lot like, of old songs. Like, song. like, kill us all, like it's kill a lot of songs. Song. That, that you know, shit, it's a lot of boy. songs that he got like that. But that it was like he was lyrically killing yeah, people sure. though, like lyrically, like. Like, yeah. Take yourself outside of that hole, like thinking that way, and just like listen to the lyrics. Like, bro, it's really. You had me. mentioned something in your last interview when you was like, they was taking him off Jay songs because he was yeah. killing them or something. I'm like, I ain't never yeah. heard that before. So, so he got a song with, um, he got a song with Jay Z, Memphis Bleak, Missy Elliott. Is that your chick? I fuck with Memphis. Memphis. Yeah, he got the, the. Is that your chick? Is that your chick? Why you all in his foot? Twist was actually on the original song. But he went so crazy, they took him off. Like, G went crazy on that song, killing everybody. Jay-Z, Bleak. Jay-Z had two verses on that song, and his one verse was still better. But they had to take him off. He was going too crazy. Do they got any other songs other than Champ? No, Jay-Z won't even. Is that your chick? Uh, talking about Twister and Jay-Z? They yeah. got a couple of songs. But I know, you know, Twist was signing to Rockefeller at one point in the time. Right, that's why. That's why so I... it was like he did the Champion song with Benny Single, right. Dang Classic. Dash. Kanye. Kanye, Cameron, and it was like, dude literally had like one of the best verses on, on the song. Right, but I, that's why I know the connection. I just don't, don't know Twister and Jigga. Yeah. Collabs pop they out got, to they, me. They got, a, they got a couple. I can't think of it right now, but For sure. like, is that your chick is the one that stands I'm, I'm out look the most? Alright, so did you get straight out of music? Because I know you mentioned too that you, you was fucking with the producing or you was doing that at the same time. Um... No, I was doing like the whole um, music thing, and it was just like um, in the midst of me doing, um, you know, the uh, rapping stuff. Eventually, I was like, man, I want to start making beats, and that's what I started doing, like making the beats or whatnot. And as I started making beats, because it was like, man, I could hear this going here, this going there. It's like started really breaking down and analyzing the beat. I in turn end up um, going to a video shoot one day with my brother, and he had our homie named Dewey that was there that was like shooting the video. So I'm like, man, Dewey, let me see your camera real quick. And I was just starting like directing my brother on what he should do in the video, and I just picked up the camera, and then it was just like from making beats to like just that quick of a transition. Okay, so you you make it sound easy. So, <laughs> so that's why. So, so how did you get the the camera game? You know what I'm saying. Like anybody can pick up a camera and record. So how did you, you know what I'm saying, learn about YouTube syncing? Okay, YouTube, YouTube University. Like YouTube, yeah, man. YouTube so, so what I what I really want to ask you is, what was your background in 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 the video game prior to that? Did you have any background whatsoever? Nope. You was just, I no, like so, this. Like literally, bro. The way how my video career started off was like this. Went to go do a video shoot with my brother. Was you in the video? I was in the video. Like literally <laughs> in the record. video and everything. <laughs> but it's one particular scene where nobody's in the video besides my brother and one of our homies named Nate. So you feel me? Them in that particular scene where we're in the football field, I'm behind the camera. So you can kind of see the difference between when Dewey shot it and when I shot it. But it's like I shot it though. So it's like literally after that, I want to say like the very next week I had got paid from work and I had told one of my homies named Tom, I'm like, man, I'm finna get ready and go buy me a camera. He bro, you go buy a camera, we shooting a video tonight. I literally go to Best Buy, I buy a Lumix GX85. And that same night, I ain't know how to work the camera, I ain't know how to do nothing besides press record. That same night we shot a video. 
No frame rate. No, no, no nothing, bro. Like I'm talking about fresh out of the box, out my trunk, in the middle of the block, very first video. Okay, okay. How how did it turn out? Is it something that you put out? Yeah, I put it out. It was like my very first, look, bro. My very first video, I shot it. I edited it the same week, the same day, actually. I had went straight in the crib and started editing. The very next day, like, I ain't no plugins, no nothing. It don't even have a title, like a real title on the beginning mm-hmm. of it. I just slapped it, slapped it out there, put it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I just took off, like, did, just went. went how did you personally things. feel about it? Did you feel like it was your best I was, work? Was oh, you? I was happy. I was just happy to be like, I'm doing it. And this is something that I'm like could be proud of because it's like, yo, I went out and made this purchase and investment. I'm actually happy behind it because mm-hmm. with the producer stuff, it was like, yeah, I'm happy behind it, but I don't have the sense of I'm going to make it right. behind it. It's like, uh, you know, uh, I, I got to I'm slight with it. I'm got people in the hood that ain't really rocking with the beat. So, of course, that's like making me feel some type of way or like it's, it's killing my confidence pick up a camera the first time everybody want a free video ain't nobody finna turn for down sure. a free video <laughs> they'll sure. turn down a free beat but a free video man what come on for we sure. gone so now i'm shooting videos for free back to back to back oh um, yeah I, I can do this i got this and then like youtube started teaching me how to do small stuff here and now mm. man then i charged somebody my first time for a video I was like, man, I just made everything that I just spun on my producer stuff. I just made back within two, three videos of me just starting out. Right. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, you remember? Uh, so you did research on YouTube for for your cameras too, because I believe you shoot yeah. Sony now. So yeah, when did you make that transition? Was it a YouTube thing? Um, yeah, because it really was more of a um looking at videos type of thing. I was um. My favorite videographer is Jerry Production. And it was like he was shooting videos going crazy. And I'm like, man, what kind of camera he shoot with? And one day he just so happened to drop like a behind the scenes of something that he was doing for somebody. And I just so happened to get a chance to look at the camera and it says Sony. So I'm like, okay. I went to Walmart, not Walmart, Best Buy, and started looking at all the different Sony cameras until I seen the one that looked exactly like the one that he had. Sony Still no, no name, no specs, or nope. nothing. I just said Sony. That's all I said <laughs> on the front was Sony. So when I seen it, I seen the price, and then that's when I went on YouTube and started like looking at the difference between the specs and things like that. Specs, what it can do, what it can't do, frame rate, slow mo, mm-hmm. ISO, S and Q, and all that other stuff. Man. Mm-hmm. Fell in love with it. Like, been... do you use the S and Q or you just shoot in nah. one twenty and slow it down? All right, yeah, mm-hmm. that's how. Because it'd be like S and Q give you so much uh, graininess, yeah, noise. Yeah. It give you so much of that, especially if you don't have the Sony A seven three S. Like I only got the A seven three, so it's like when I do slow something down, I get a little bit of noise and feedback. Shit, my shit like old TV with the antenna. Yeah, you know <laughs> yeah. So it's like you know until I get the A seven three S or the A seven four or whatever mm-hmm. else is out, it's like this is what I gotta do. So I'm like, once I found out how to shoot in one twenty, I'm like. Oh man, this better anyway. I still get the audio because even if we shoot the SQ, you don't get the audio. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, this is even better. I still get the audio. Okay. What uh, what what frame rates do you like to shoot in, or or you be flexible with whatever it calls for? I'm flexible. Really, I like to shoot in 120 though, but I rather shoot. I shoot some scenes in 4K 24 frames per second. You feel me? All for the simple fact that you gotta have the 4K in that somewhere. It don't make no sense. Mm. In that case, you might as well just downgrade your quality right. on the camera and just go get something to shoot in HD. Mm-hmm. So it's like I shoot in 120 and then I switch over to 4K. You feel me? 24 frames per second. Okay. Okay. What are, do you get into the lenses as well, or you? you I just, just I literally just got into lenses and because mm. they like it was more expensive than the camera. So really? it's like I just got into. Um, just got into like lens searching and mm-hmm. seeing what lens do what. So I just picked up the, I think it's called the Zeiss 24 through 70 millimeter. Okay. So it was like that lens right there is like, it's cold. Okay. It's cold. And, and, and when you shoot music videos, do you, are you more like a, a point shoot or you like to d- direct as well? Like set up scenes or you leave it to the artist? How, how does that work? It, it, it starts off as point and shoot, but if I feel like the song, has more depth that it can go into. I try to put 
something together, especially like if I'm on a fly type thing, I try to like, but I'm really like, I tell people all the time, like, man, if you got a song and you want to try to put a vision to it, let's do that. Mm-hmm. Because like me trying to transfer over into like doing cinema, cinema, cinema videography and movies and stuff like that. Like I actually want to get into the point of where it's like, we really doing a movie type thing or a scene from something, recreate a scene or implement a scene or whatever, whatever. So it's like, I'll be trying to get into the whole gist of that, like really creating something and putting it together and making people like want to watch. So like, I just recently did a video. We were out shooting it. And like, they basically, the song was like a Joker song, calling all the Jokers or whatever. And it was like, we didn't really have a, a treatment to it. We was just like, man, we going to, they was like, man, we finna put on this face paint and we gonna shoot in the middle of da-da-da-da. I'm like, okay. So then once we got to the park, I seen two white people sitting. I'm like, man, y'all wanna be in the video? So now I got like my actors, so to speak, and that's just they, like, they was They was over cool. They, yeah, yeah, they yeah, was like, fuck man. yeah. <laughs> they was like, yeah, come on, we got. I'm like, all right, bet. So I had them do like some small stuff. And when we was doing it, like I told them like, man, y'all gonna do this. I'm like, really directing. So, it got to a point where, like, in the video, the white girl almost fell. And I'm like, yep, that's exactly what I need because mm-hmm. it's stereotypical. I'm definitely going to keep it in there. So, it was just, like, stuff like that. It got me excited about the video because now I'm actually putting a storyline to it. I'm actually giving the people something to watch. It's like it got something more than just standing around, doing this, doing that. And it's, like, it's actually exciting mm-hmm. to watch now. Okay. So... Just speaking on it being exciting, you know what I'm saying, and having your preference and not people just standing around. What? Well, let me ask you this: Is it what type of videos that you don't like to shoot? You know what I'm saying? Like, you ever been in a situation like, man, this ain't, man, hurry up and get this. I, don't I mean, it's do. those typical, it's those typical videos when you got seventy niggas that want to point these guns at you, and you know you got all this smoke flying around, and it's like. Especially if the song is like not the greatest, it's like, yo, do you really gotta point this gun at me for this song? Yeah. See, see, my thing is, and 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 I'm only one video in, mm-hmm. but I I ain't put it out because I ain't like how it turned out. I used some S and Q, you know what I'm saying? Right. I forgot my gimbal and stuff, and then yeah. like it was some shorties. Like he telling me they finna have a crib, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's gonna be females. Shorty, I get to we in a trenches somewhere. Shorty is dark. They talking about they can't get in the crib. <laughs> it's him for his homies yep. in the gangway. Shorty, I'm yep. just on shorty. So so I so I tell him I tell him I don't care if you have pipes. I got PSD. Don't point no pipes at me. Man. Yeah, I don't, I don't care if you just don't point it at me, man. And then you know, ain't no telling. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So and, and so, that's like my biggest fear is like, cause even when I'm doing videos like that, I tell people, all right, look, man, take this. You got your gun, you gonna have it in the video, you know, take the one out the head, put it on safety, you feel me? Do whatever you gotta do, cause I ain't trying to hit no oops, I ain't trying to, my bad, none of that, bro. Like, go ahead, do what you gotta do so I can protect my safety and your safety as well. You feel me? Cause like, you got, we live in a generation where people don't understand my bads no more. You feel me? Like, people gonna want vengeance, even if it is a mistake. Somebody gonna want some type of get back, so... Rather than have my people feeling some type of way, your people feeling some type of way, let's be safe about this and let's do this the right way. So, with that being said, what kind of videos do you have a preference on what you like to shoot? Is it females? Is it R&B songs? Is it... Is it? I actually want to get into doing more R&B because, like, R&B, you have to create a treatment. That's you right. have to have some type, of, some type of something right. with the R&B video. It's not going to look right if it's just a regular... You know, you can't do R&B mm-hmm. videos regular. Right. You just can't. Ain't no right. ifs, ands, or buts about it. You cannot do an R&B vi- video regular. And I shot one R&B video, and then it was like, after that, it was like, oh. Haven't shot one since, but I'm trying my best to get back into it, though, because mm-hmm. I love R&B videos, especially, like, if the song good, you get to make, like, man, look, I can make a baby to this song and have fun with it. Like, come mm-hmm. on, man, why not? Okay. You know? Okay. So, so you mentioned um, just just enjoying doing it, recording, and, and and really purely enjoying it. How do you feel about the editing process? I heard somebody mention something like they don't like the editing. I'm like, that's my favorite part. Um. Well, once again, it's like it all it all depends on you. Me personally, I, I love editing. 
you know, especially when I learn something new, I'm like, oh, yeah, man. Like, I'll go crazy with one effect after I learned it I so just much. It's the, like, you know, because you it's like, I really enjoy it. But it's like, you know, you got some people out there that just enjoy the whole shooting part, which is like, that's cool, too. But it's like, once you get into editing, now this is where the hard work comes in. Mm-hmm. This is what sets you aside and sets you different from everybody else. Because mm-hmm. now it's like, you know, people going to be like, man, who edited? Mm-hmm. I did. What? You edited, too? You mm-hmm. shot it and edited? Yeah, I did all that. You color great? Yeah, I did all that. And it's like, now that sets you that sets you apart. Mm-hmm. And because, like, once you start editing and you go crazy with the edits... That's how your clientele come. You can shoot a video with the best angles, but them edits is what really matter the most. For sure. So, so, and another one of my favorite parts personally is the all the type of different equipment and shit. So, what what kind of equipment do you have? Do you have certain equipment? Are you handheld shooter, a gimbal, tripod? Gimbal. What type? What type? I'm of mostly it? gimbal and handheld. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the songs that you deal with nowadays be up tempo, upbeat. So it's like those handhelds be the ones that you really try to use the most. The gimbal is like another thing that you try to use the most for that smooth and crispiness. So it's like either or, it's like a, a thing with me, but mostly mostly gimbal with hand. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just got into this whole thing where I'm gonna go uh, grab the little suction cup thing where I can stick it on side and car stuff like yeah. that for, for those purposes. But okay. yeah, so 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 I was already flying the drone before I even picked the camera up so yeah. you know so I can't wait to use that <laughs> yeah I got I got a drone too I I haven't used it as much as I would like me neither but yeah. it's like you know I um I got one just mm. for the purposes of like when I do get into certain videos mm. where I want to be able to do X, Y, and Z I can do it set, um, set yourself apart hey. yeah oh, for sure man. for so, sure okay okay so you said you liked your first video, so uh, this probably be a hard question. What's your What's your favorite video you done You done up to this point, and why? Uh, my favorite video. I love all my videos, See? and all <laughs> of them. <laughs> Cause I ain't got no. I ain't man. Look, you ain't finna have. Man, nah, we ain't doing that. <laughs> but um, I love all my videos, but nothing to take uh take the cake. Besides my first video that I did out of town, like that was my first. What was the location? Where you Cali. Oh, so it was like, man. It seemed my... like all the camera, you, <laughs> cameraman, you ain't no cameraman until you go to Cali. Yeah, so, man. Yeah. So you got the palm like, trees, you ain't no cameraman. Man, man, bro, when I tell you, like, the video wasn't the best. I could grant you that. The video wasn't the best, but it was like somebody took a chance on me, gave me an opportunity. My boy Pedro, I never for, for like you know forever thankful for that opportunity. Him, him and his brother, you feel me? Both of them shot a video with me out there, but it was just like, man, I'm in Cali. We talking about Christmas time, and you get home celebrate, but we talking about like good weather versus mm. Chicago. I can right. be in Chicago, cold as ever, bro. Right. I'm in Cali. Uh, nice that shit always weather. look weird to me though with like, the decorations with no snow. That shit always look weird to me. They still oh, put man, it was Cali. Shit. I don't even think about that, bro. <laughs> I'm thinking about this beach, this weather, this food. Like, man, bro, like it was like one of the best experiences I had. And then mm-hmm. just to be able to do what I love and get paid. That was the thing, bro. I didn't have to come out of pocket for nothing besides food when I was done. Oh, so amazing. I get free room and board, free flight, everything paid for, and I get to make money. Yeah. Like making money And it's my first time flying Like this is my first time on a plane on top of that So man what Ain't nothing gonna beat that experience Like shooting that video Mm -hmm. I mean Cali we going to the You feel me to the uh This was like right around the same time Kobe died and everything So it's like Oh no LA pack The memorials Man it was (laughs) It was nice Okay okay So you mentioned that you ain't like how it turned out and, And you could speak on that Specifically, but what I want really want to ask you was, what, what, what don't you like in in the, in the video? Like when you sit down to edit, what type of shots do you be like? I, I really ain't like that. What what type of things you see that just make it? I love everything it like about that. it, bro. It's like the only thing that I hate when I'm shooting videos is that when you're working with an artist and they have like a whole bunch of people with them, but the people not on point in the video. Mm-hmm. I could be shooting a video. And the artist could be rapping. Somebody in the background want to turn around and start talking. Mm-hmm. Somebody want to walk off during the middle of the video. Somebody want to walk in in the middle of the video. But sometimes those walk-in shots be good. But when you walking out in the middle of the video, it's like, come on, bro. Mm-hmm. So now I got to, it may be a good performance saying about a rapper, but I got to cut it short because you done walked out. 
on his performance scene. And then you don't walk back in until the end of the video. So now it's like, come on, bro. You just threw off the whole momentum of the video because now I got to try to figure out how to edit around you doing this. And it was like one video I did and I didn't notice until after the video was out was like, it was just one guy that was just like threw off the whole shot because he said he wanted to talk to everybody else in the background, answering his phone, throwing on Snapchat. It's like, yo, bro, we're in the middle of a video shoot, bro. Like, y'all trying to get rich off this. Like, come on, man. You got to be active. But it's just like, it was like, to me, I was looking at that as a lack of support for your homie. Because it's like, man, if you here for your homie, you got to be on point. You got to do what, what's needed of you to make this video as raw as possible. And doing all this and being a distraction at the time your homie rapping, that ain't being on point. That ain't helping him out none. Now I, you make my job and his job harder because now we got to stop, start over. And he and Mo, like, we'll be in Mo getting the best thing ever and it takes one person to mess it up. Mm. So that's like the biggest pet peeve that I have when it comes to videos. Do you... Um... Do do you care about like how much time you spend on the shoot? Like how many yes. scenes or anything? Yep. What's what, what? How many scenes you think you, you <coughs> need? Or, or, or? I mean, <clears throat> you could never not have enough scenes. You know what I'm saying? Because when you are doing these shoots and what up, just like situations you were speaking. Yeah, about. like you you just come across. But even with that, like if everything goes smooth, like you never know what could do in the video or what footage you could grab that makes the video pop even more. Like, I was shooting the video out, and a guy was like, man, you want me to do a donut? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You feel me? Stuff like that. So, it's like, you trying to do everything and make everything time-consuming or whatever, but you got these people, like I say, that some people just unprofessional. Some mm-hmm. people just don't respect your time. And it's like, you trying to be able to understand the person, and you want to do good business, but how am I going to do good business if you're not respecting what I got going on? You're not even giving me a reason or why I should stay extra and don't charge because you're not respecting my time. You don't show up on time. Then when you do show up, now we got all these different things that we got to wait for. We got to wait for this person. We got to wait for that person. When it's like, yo, when I get here at this time, because I'm going to want to be on time and be professional because if I'm late, now the video got to go over. Or if I got another video after this, now they got to wait because I ain't done with your video. Well, it's like, you know, it's just like a haircut. When you go mm-hmm. to a barbershop, you don't want to be coming in the barbershop and the barber, man, he's just now getting started and telling you, yo, you got to wait because he just got here. It's like, come on, bro. Right. Now you ready to go to another barber versus everybody on time, professional, you know, and you, you come across your barber, you're like, man, bro, my bad, I got, man, go ahead, do your thing because he you know he good for business. And that's just like, yeah, my time is very, like, man, it's my time. This is what we getting paid for. You go to work, you get paid for that time. You ain't trying to stay over if you stay over, you trying to get paid for staying over. Right, right, for sure. Time and a half, double, whatever they offer. <laughs> for sure. So, have you ever done a video where the artist didn't like it? They was like, it's too many effects, not enough effects. And, and what was that situation like? It was terrible, bro. Because you get some people who like, they expect Cole Bennett work for next to nothing. And it's like, yo, bro, I'm not, who you think I am, man? This ain't what, and that's what I try to tell people, like, this ain't what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not Cole Bennett. If you want Cole Bennett, go pay Cole Bennett. If you want whoever, go pay whoever. Straight glasses about quality. Quality over quantity. Like, I want you to be able to say, man, I had a platform where I was able to perform. If you in an interview, you feel me? You don't want the sound bogus. You don't want the, you feel me? The, the person in the background talking to the camera, you want your interview. So, like, mm-hmm. when you want your video... If I got a whole bunch of transitions going through the video, people not really paying attention to your song. They just trying to see what transition is next. Mm-hmm. They trying to see what effect is next. They like, man, whoever did this, he wrong. So now it takes away from you, but it goes to the videographer. Now back to like Jerry Productions. Jerry Productions don't do a whole bunch of crazy transitions in his videos. But his videos is clean, they raw, and the transitions that he do got, they are effective. Mm-hmm. They gonna catch your eye. Why? Because it's like, that's how that's how the platform is caught. And then on top of that, the song is gonna be raw. For sure. So like only time you gotta overly affect and do all that is when the person know that the song is weak or they don't really have confidence mm-hmm. in what they got going on. Right. So it was like with those experiences, I'd be like, man, I'm gonna try to do as much as I can. And if it don't turn out the way how you expected it, I can't do nothing about that because I told you in the get-go, this is not what I do. This is my and I let people know like this is my quality and this is what I do. I'm about quality. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me for sure, man. I love clean, crisp videos, man. That's what I love, and that's uh, that's crazy. You mentioned Jerry, wasn't Jerry Productions? He shoot a lot of dirt shit, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. His should be over clean. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't all Nothing a lot too of, crazy though. Yeah, for sure. Okay, <clears throat> so now you got your got your stride with your, with the camera. You know what I'm saying? I see you out and about. Uh, what would you say the highly your personal highlight? Uh, of your camera career has been so far like a, a certain video a certain event you know what um, I'm saying what, what's the night you can remember I ain't gonna lie to you bro I still got things to do and For places sure. to go cause For I sure. know like coming up the Young Jeezy concert who was one of my favorite rappers of all time so it was like get to go film that type thing it's like a highlight that I'm looking forward to but right now the biggest highlight that I have had is working with Twister like that's like one of my favorite artists of all time and it's just like to see him in action you know you, you listen to the songs you listen to the overnight celebrities you listen to slow jams and you're like man bro and just to hear like going crazy but to actually see it and to be on stage like i'm on stage with it like i ain't in the crowd i'm on stage like, i got videos of him shouting me out shaking my like all like really being next to somebody who i like look up to in the music world like mm -hmm. that i'm a real fan of it's like it's like the biggest like by far i have not been starstruck by any other celebrity be after meeting him and hanging with him because it's like yo i'd have met the person who i had up here i'd have met my michael jordan already oh. the only person that has made me starstruck so far that i met like being like this with herbo that's like the only rapper that it made me like this hurt, <laughs> like, yo, this hurt. Oh, how did you want Twister meet? What's the connection now? Now you asking, like, <laughs> hey, hey, that's what we here for, man. So Twister's family, okay, for sure. Um, that's 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 my cousin, mm -hmm. and um, you know, just like put being put in the right positions, and you know, being able to say like, yo, that's my that's your cousin. It's like, mm -hmm. oh. Like, yeah, <laughs> give but me his know, number. <laughs> this was before. This was before I even like you know really got into the whole music thing. Mm -hmm. It was like just like found like yo man, it's your cousin. What? Huh? Him? <laughs> and this is like at the time I'm a fan. Like mm -hmm. I'm just going on fan. Like even All to right. this day I don't look at it as family. I look at it like I'm a fan, bro. Mm -hmm. Like I'm really a fan. Like even when we go around, he man, what up, cuz? Like you twister, like you uh, know, but I'm just a fan though. Okay, okay. So so you mentioned Jerry Productions. Is there any other cameraman that you watch and probably like take notes from or you just think you know what I'm saying? Everybody like, that I got a camera from Jerry Productions, um, my homie Tay Productions, Kiso Productions, uh anybody in Chicago, Locker, like Locker is one of my favorite videographers too. And I got his number personally, so it'd be like, you know, like even though we don't talk, you feel me? Like, we ain't the best of friends. He's been in this shit for a minute, you feel too. Me? Like, I, I I, think I text bro like one time. Like, he gave me his number on some genuine, like, call me, talk to me type thing. And I texted him one time, asking him for feedback. And he had nothing crazy. He's like, man, your video's great. You just gotta work on your lightning. Mm -hmm. It was just like to get a response back from somebody who I look at, like, right. bro, this nigga cold. It's like, you know, it was just like, People and like it's that. real constructive criticism ain't nobody yeah. you know what I'm saying real no shit's so dog you know what I'm saying yeah. but shout out to my boy Tay Productions though like I could really Tay Productions and Kiso is like two people that really um, and Green's Vision I cannot forget Green's Vision I cannot get, forget my boy Green's Vision um, but those three videographers are people that took me on and like wanted to see me grow together like we we all wanted to eat together type thing like i met them in separate occasions but mm -hmm. we all wanted to grow and eat together it wasn't no competition it wasn't no hate like green's vision is actually the first videographer that taught me something like bro really was like teaching me the game showing me how to add effects to videos like he took me to a video shoot and like paid me just for going with him on some like man just because you was with me type thing like really showing me genuine love and then Kiso who shoots who was shooting a lot for FBG Cash he was just like like a brother to me like man what up somebody introduced us I can't even remember who but they introduced us and it was like we was locked in and then eventually like now me and Tay we just did the Dave East concert together not too long ago and it's like 
everything came off of generosity, like wanting to see each other win and motivating each other to go to the next level type thing. So like when I look at my peers, so to speak, I don't look at nobody like to be in competition. I look at this person like, man, yeah, I know I want to get better than you, but at the same time, I want to grow with you or grow like right. next to you. So it's like, you feel me? Like, yeah, bro. Okay. So far, I got a couple more questions before I get you up out of here. So, <clears throat> do you have a personal goal like to what you want to get up out the camera? Like, like you said, you know what I'm saying? Still more to come. Is this some uh, personal goal you got saying on man? Like, I want to do Coachella or, you know, I want to do the VMAs, red carpet. What's, what's your goals? Man, to be honest with you, bro, it's just like, I don't know. I want to, I just want to have a platform where I can say that I did what I was supposed to do. You know, like, everybody's goal is to, you know, make sure that they family eat and to do all these different things. Whatever, wherever this camera leads me to is where I want to go. You know, I'm not, like I say, bro, I'm not turning down. I ain't going to say I'm, I'm not turning down no opportunities because every opportunity is a good opportunity. But, you know, whatever I could do to get myself to a place where I'm making sure that my family eat and I'm being able to be a platform for others, it's like, that's what I want to do. Like, even if it's just like creating documentaries for people or whatever, like if that's if that's just the best that this camera could give me, that's what I'm gonna do. If I do go film the VMAs, like if that's what the camera give me, that's what I'm gonna do. But right now, it's like man, being able to be a platform for the the ones in the hood still. Mm-hmm. And so this is another question I want to ask you that kind of slipped my mind, <clears throat> but with just me trying to dip my feet in it as well, you know what I'm saying? I was curious, you know what I'm saying? I see, uh, uh. People release videos different ways, you know what I'm saying? So, do you release all your videos on your platforms, or do you give them to the artists? Is the price difference, if anything, change? I give them to the artists. Because, like, regardless of, I ain't going to say regardless of, but regardless of if it's on my platform or your platform, if the video blow, they're going to see my intro in the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. It only make a difference. Why do I want to charge? I'm already charging you to shoot your video. Why do I want to charge you to release your video as well? Because it's the same way how you release it. I could go back and release it a couple of couple of days later. You know, but like I say, regardless of what, whoever channel is on is going to blow. Like, right now, my channel sit at 143,000 views in its entirety. You get what I'm saying? But I have views on other platforms. That's, matter of fact, the video that I shot for Real Young G, that video is 75,000. Mm-hmm. I got a video with um, my guy, London, and his crew, the CLR Music Group. 57,000 You know what I'm saying So it's like Whoever watched that video They gotta see Straight Glass At the beginning of it For sure They gotta know That Straight Glass shot it So even when I go places People to see my logo They be like Man I, I know you And it's like They probably ain't never met me But they didn't seen The the video And they didn't seen the logo So they like Man you feel me Yeah I done seen you places It's mm-hmm. like man Yeah you see me And if you don't mind me asking Did you create your intro? Oh man Nah bro my intro, rest in peace, my boy. That's it, bro. That's it, bro. My boy, my boy, Monty B, man. He, um, he, we, I was out filming one day for my homie Twan, and um, we was out filming in the back of like these houses or whatever, and he had um, he found like a big glass. He like, yeah, you gotta get this on camera, and you feel me? He like make that go straight glass and broke it, slammed it down. And then my very first intro that I got, I had found a cracked glass transition. I slapped it over my logo. And then eventually I ended up paying somebody overseas to create the straight glass logo that I got now. But I still use his voice and him cracking the glass. I just use it in the back. So now when the video come on and they see the glass bursting, that's actually him in the background bursting the glass on the ground. I just like put the sound effects to it to make it mm, That's so dope, that's so yeah, dope. My boy Monty B, bro, like literally, bro, gave me that and he became the voice for my channel. And like ever since then, like that's how people remember me. People don't even remember like the whole transition of the glass. Mm. People be like, man, that straight glass. Like, mm, that's every, everywhere I go, everybody like. Yeah, I remember it without the sound because during your interview, I had uh, I was pulling pulling your work up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Checking it out. I'm like that's that's dope. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's something I'm trying to work on myself, just myself, and it's, you know, a lot of you know what I'm saying, trying to get everything right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, for sure. It's tough, but that's that's the type of shit I like. So yeah, I like and sure. if I can't figure it out, I love going on YouTube. How do you walk the bar? Yeah, you know, for sure. I'll be sitting here for hours. For sure. sure. It'd be like, you know, I'd be wanting to do half of that stuff myself, but I'd be realizing like 
Yeah, you can't do everything, bro. You gotta, yeah. you gotta. Sometimes you gotta pay somebody to do something. So yeah. it's just like, you know, I reached out to one of my homies. I was like, man, I'm looking for a graphic designer. My homie D Rax, he had just dropped a mixtape. Him and DJ Morris, and I'm like, he tagged. He's like, man, this is the person that created the cover for my mixtape, and then I just re- reached out to him. And he just helped me like bring forth the the vision of what I had wanted for my for my intro. Okay, what was what was your reaction to 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 that first that first fifty k? Was it was man, you watching what? it go up? Was <laughs> it you looked on it one day and man. it was at fifty? Was nah, it? I, I was watching my page. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching my page. All for the simple fact that I was like, man, my goal my goal when I first started dropping videos was like fifty. I had I had a goal for a hundred thousand. That was like my goal right off back. I'm like, man, my first year I got to do a hundred thousand, even though I didn't get it. But it was just like, not I all had, in one, but you got it. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like I had started dropping videos with different people, and one of the artists that I did do a video with, TB thirteen hundred. It was just like the video that we did together. I think it had there like seven k. Mm-hmm. And then it was like another video that I did with the artist Big Homie Twan did ten k. But once I started seeing those ones that started doing more than a thousand views, I'm like, okay, I'm on the way, man. My thing hit fifty thousand subscribers, man. I went to the liquor store immediately, <laughs> got bought a Bella, like I won a championship, pop, man. Look, yeah, it's over. With. But it was just like <clears throat> seeing that first fifty k, like it made it, it made me come to the realization, like. You got something on your hand. You feel me? You ain't. Because it was like people was looking like, oh, bro, you got how many views and how many months? It was like, man, a lot of people don't even get that in a year. For so real. it was just like just getting all, getting those views and accumulating them. It was like people started seeing my work. And then I just had people telling me like, nah, dude, you cold. You really got something. So I'm like, I got something. I just got to keep going. So it was like seeing that. And then when I finally hit 100,000, I'm like, Oh, this real mm-hmm. and then like start getting those email alerts from YouTube like oh man you on your way for monetization I'm like, oh yeah, yeah this, this real real mm-hmm. like, okay so it was just like yeah and then like when I finally hit like that and then when I started seeing my videos go crazy on other platforms and then like I literally just did a tally up today it was like to be at I'm a little bit over 300,000 views in two years and I'm like yo like two years like that's 150,000 views per year. So just imagine if I start working with artists that just going to help me bring in the record. So if I'm doing 300,000 by myself with local artists, just imagine what I do like mm-hmm. eventually with bigger artists and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Okay, okay. You you ever had an artist not put out a video? Yep. Okay. How did that make you feel? Was it was it a, a, a back and forth situation? Like, man, put it out. You just like, nah, man, it man. was just like a, a learning experience. Like, man, you still got growing to do. <clears throat> you still got, you feel me? Um, you still got a long way to go. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, I got, I got two videos right now because of me and artists, we fell out. And it was like, I would love to release the videos, but the situation that took place, I would never release them. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you feel me? Like, you had those situations. I got a couple of artists that, you know, eventually they will release the videos, but it's like, I know that they're going to release them once out in the pop. Mm-hmm. Now, man, he shot this for me when he was down here. It's like, man, you could have did that then. Right. And now that I'm getting to this point, I get better. You you can't do nothing but get better. Anytime you do sure. something, especially with a trade or something you like that. You putting that work in. Man, it's like wine. You get better with time. So That's like, how I feel. Every, man, every they, next project always better than last. Like, man, mm-hmm. man, that didn't go too well. You feel me? I get it. But even what you put it out, since it didn't go too well, man, this next one, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it because I want that relationship to grow. But when you got people that try to do you that way, you're like, all right, man, cool. That's that's fine. All right. So so far I let you go, um, music videos is is is, is uh, one aspect you can do with a camera. It's a lot of other things you can do with a camera. So do you got any interest outside of music videos? Yeah, um, like I was telling you, I'm in the process of filming documentaries on certain individuals. So um, I have this documentary docu series that I'm trying to create called Who Are You, which introduces um, basically kind of like the next black entrepreneurs. Um, even if you're an artist, a rapper that's actually having um attraction and then you're like you see your fan base run if you want somebody to document now until you get to a certain level in life it's like that's what i'm trying to do so right now i have um i've recorded a couple of episodes with 
uh, my guy, Mark Lauren, who's a fashion designer, and he's um, currently designing uh, custom bomber jackets for the cast of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air season two. He done did the Neighborhood TV show with Cedric the Entertainer. Um, he done did a couple of things with Interest Elba. Um, we was just supposed to go to Cali not too long ago before the situation happened with Regina King's son. And he was supposed to do something for her. So it's just like he working with all these different peoples and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But I'm just a part of the team and he taking me with him to go film. Like, you know, him doing his thing and stuff like that. And it's turning into a documentary. And my mentor that I'm trying to get down getting ready to work with named Brandon McGee. He's a black entrepreneur that owns his own tech company and it's called Create Technologies. But it's like to document him from going from a kid from Chicago to a millionaire at where he stays now and what he's doing now in life. So that's like one thing that I'm doing with the documentaries. And then I'm also trying to get into this thing um, called In the Vault, which is kind of it's similar to what as they do with from the block but it's a total different concept because it's like i want to actually go and find an old bank vault and have a person come in and like bring a deposit but really the vault is like where you keep your music the unreleased music or whatever mm -hmm. but you're actually freestyling it or whatever right right Stuff like that okay okay that's that definitely sounds dope man like i For said sure. man someone first first time i heard about you and heard you talk I, i've been you know what i'm saying <laughs> check you out Edson. that's the one thing sure. i love too i love to like watch other i watch music i don't even listen to a lot of the music you know what i'm saying sure. i just watch the music videos just to yeah. see you know what i'm saying yeah, how they nah, work and what's going on into the podcast and stuff like that bro you know it's just like it's amazing what you're doing, bro. Like, you feel me? Because you you actually using your platform to get people to, you know, you the Vlad of the hood, basically. Yeah, you giving sure. people the opportunity to be able to come and showcase their talents and stuff like that. So, you know, man, you got to keep doing your thing. Man, so appreciate that, man. You, appreciate that. Go ahead, tell the people where they can find Straight Glass, where they can watch the watch the work, where they can uh, yeah. can, can work with you. Uh, of course, the, the YouTube channel is Straight Glass. So, you look up Straight Glass, you'll find me there. Instagram is straight underscore glass. I just created a Twitter. They get straight underscore glass three. I'm not too familiar with it. Facebook, straight glass, or Tamil Woods, either one. You can find me. For sure, you know, for it sure. Ain't, it ain't hard. I'm not I'm not hard to get up with, as some people say. Okay, okay. So appreciate you coming through, man. Oh, definitely sure. gonna have to have you back, man. Definitely oh, yeah, gonna have sure. to work together. We're gonna be the Boosie and Vlad. Def Def definitely, <laughs> gonna have, definitely gonna have to shadow you on some projects or something. Oh, man. for sure. So, nah, definitely, bro. We 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 locked in for sure. Oh, man, look. Shout out to my girl, Delectable. Because if it wasn't for shout her, out. this wouldn't happen. So sure. Shout out to Delectable. Hey, D D D put me in a, in a few rooms. Well, when she say fly, Big bro. D, not the little one. That's, that's that's my that's my <laughs> sister, man. For real, for real. For sure. For so sure. shout out to her. All right, man. Appreciate you coming through in a minute. For sure.